0: You're listening to Two Sides of FI, a podcast that follows two lifelong friends as they seek financial independence and to retire early. I'm Eric, and I'm joined by my friend Jason, who reached FI in 2020. And this is our story.
1: If you had to define it, what does passive income, generally speaking, refer to?
0: I think of passive income as being something which doesn't require active time inputs to generate you know, re- future revenues. So something that's completely divorced from time inputs. And there's a lot of narratives that are built around this so sort of false narratives that it's like, that's kind of set it and forget it um, right. thing. And so that's the ideal scenario, but obviously it takes time inputs to create the product or whatever it is that you're creating to sell um, the front end. And so you know it's never maybe as passive as y- you would expect it to be although i think there are there there are ways to make it sort of more passive th- than less um but okay. you know i mean i think the the government definition like that there is a standard definition that the government has for tax purposes oh. and that is related to rental property so if you think of it it's in its most basic sense you know you're earning rent from a property that you own right and right so I mean, neither you or i um, do that right now. Nope. Uh, but, it, but that is, I think that's the, the sort of generative form of passive income. It's buy a okay. piece, buy a piece of land and then rent it to somebody else and, you know, receive a perpetual paycheck.
1: And certainly in the fire community, that flavor of passive income exists. And for some people it's like their thing, right? Totally. They start acquiring rental units, uh, maybe it's even half of a duplex that they live in in the beginning, and then over time they get more, and so that sort of rental idea becomes a, a passive income strategy for them, even post uh, retire early.
0: Not to- yeah, totally not interesting to me at all. Yeah,
1: me either. Really, <laughs> I mean, I've thought about the idea of you know having a rental management company, and really? oh. you know then they get a cut. But I, I I don't know. I I think it's more of just like a a thought like oh maybe that's just kind of from a diversification strategy but I like the idea of having you know REITs and other real estate investments in my portfolio right as opposed to having hard you know property ownership that just sounds like another headache waiting to happen
0: totally yeah it seems like a lot of, maybe
1: that's naive but that's how I think about no, it.
0: no and it seems like a job to me actually and, and it's it's also an extension of what I do for a profession right now designing homes so I'm always interacting with that space and oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> and I also see all the problems. So, you know, I, I'm just, I'm going to look at this house, you know, this weekend, um, which is, I I already know what it's going to look like. It's going to be oh, this no. <laughs> dump, you know. It's in this awesome location and it's just going to be yeah. a complete dump and it's going to be built by somebody's uncle, you know, hand dug the foundation or something and he, yeah. you know, so that that also kind of factors into it that you you see all the problems and to me it's I, there's nothing I don't know if you, you just moved. So you must've had this experience, like calling subcontractors, calling contractors, trying to get work done in the house is just, you know, it's just not something I really want to spend much more time doing. So, you know, I like you paper assets are much more interesting to me in that sense. But you know, if we're talking about passive income, there's a lot, lots of other ways to, to generate passive income, other than just owning property
1: for people who are new to our conversation may not be aware of kind of your trajectory. Jason's like short version of that is you were an architect at traditional firms, you then started your own business, uh doing architecture, doing residential architecture, mm-hmm. and somehow still do over recent years and still do sorry, somehow over recent years, you transitioned to your business, meaning a whole variety of things, including passive income generation. And so how did you go from, I have a business as a residential <laughs> architect to passive income streams are now a part and a big part of how I operate?
0: I mean, it was, I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but you know, in some ways it was out of necessity because when I first started this business, I started it in the model of every other architecture business that I've ever worked for, uh, and that yeah. I ever knew. And that was serving clients. And when you do client service work, you're, you know, trading time for dollars. And when you're just one person, you know, I, I live in a pretty remote place, so I didn't have this dream of scaling and having a studio full of like 10 other architects who are right. kind of subserving it to me. Um, I had always just seen this almost as a lifestyle business. So just, you know designing, working to feed my family and make a good life for those around me and, you know, just to enjoy life. And so, uh, with that, with those goals in mind, uh, serving clients, you can trade every single hour of your week (laughs) and still not have, you know, serve them correctly or properly. So one of the things about, you know, practicing as an architect is, you are designing a home for, and I'm doing residential architecture. So I find a client, right? We're designing that home and it gets to a certain point And then we have a contractor go and price it out. Right. And so right. there's a waiting period there. So you can't just have like one job at a time. You need to have a couple of jobs at a time. And so what I found was, okay, I have one job, uh, but need another one. So I get a second one. And then that one gets to a similar point. And let's say those lag points where you're not doing anything overlap well, then you yep. have no income, right? Yeah, right? So so let's pick up another <laughs> sounds one. Sounds bad. Right. And and what, what happens is, you know, I started this firm when I was 39, um, and, which sounds like you know, I have enough experience, 25 years experience or whatever. And uh, it's still actually not a lot of experience in the architecture field for someone who wants to spend three or four million dollars on a home they, they look at you like you're a kid. And so what you end up doing is you end up sort of stepping back and say, do some renovation work, or you do a little bit of commercial work. And so what I did was I, I filled my business with this kind of stable of projects, which were on the sort of lower side of the budget, let's say less than million okay. a million dollars for a house or a renovation or a commercial project. And what that means is it's a shorter time frame, So it's smaller scope of work, shorter time frame, And so you end up having, you get on this hamster wheel of shorter project, finish the right. project, start a new one. And they're always looking for these little sort of bits of projects. And I, I, at, at a certain point got to this, uh, point of burnout where I realized this is just not the business that I really wanted for myself. And so I stepped back and said, how can I retool this? So I could just, I really enjoy working with clients and designing homes, but I just, I don't want to do five of them at once. I want to do one at a time. And so really the passive income side of the business was born out of that need to try and make up for the income gap of the let's say four other projects that I wasn't going to take. And so I just started trying a bunch of different experiments and, and really the way I approached it was, you know, I want to take the work that I'm doing with this one client and use that work as kind of content and, you know, turn right. that into interesting information that I can put out in the marketplace and try and productized it almost in a way, you know, yeah. and, and um and it didn't happen overnight, but you know, I mean, we're eight years into the business now. And, um, my goal was always to have an 80 20 split between passive revenues and active services, because I felt like the active services are always going to feed into the, the passive revenue. You know, I need to yes. have that client work in order to have the content of the passive income. Right. And, um, and now, how long
1: did it take you to get to that split? Did you, did you get to it or?
0: Oh yeah. And I mean, I was going to say last year was, uh, it's probably two years ago I hit it, and last year it was more like 90-10. Um, wow! And th- and those splits are, I mean, I'm not prepared to talk exact numbers, but you yeah, know, if you course. just think about a hundred grand, right? Um, and if you think of twenty grand of that being, you know, related to client work. Um, so if I have one client a year, you know, twenty thousand dollars on uh, paying for a plan set, or you know, working with a, a traditional. In that traditional client role, um, not much, right? That's not a lot of client work. So you can you can see how much actual room and and you know the eighty percent accounts for a pretty significant portion of the revenue. And obviously, we've yep. scaled it quite a bit from there. Um, but I think that is that's definitely the thing that's made Fire even a consideration for me is that I have all of these assets out in the marketplace that are working for me. It's you know it's not dissimilar right. to you buying paper assets, you know, investing in the stock market. It's just, it's just putting your money, uh, to work in a different way or your time, I guess in this, in this respect. Right. Um, so yeah, it's not overnight.
1: Was there any kind of inspiration for that journey or was it wholly organic? I mean, was there something you saw or read that sparked something like, how do you get to that point to say, that's the kind of solution that that will work for me.
0: I think you and I both have that. Uh, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Work Week as one of those yeah. kind of transformative books. And for sure, for me, I happen to read that at the right time when I was searching yeah. for solutions to the problem that I have. And I, I don't know if you're like this, but you know, everything that I'm consuming in this moment is always being put through that the filter of what problems I'm addressing. So you know, in that moment when I encountered that book. I was having problems serving clients and it was the perfect solution uh, for me to just start experimenting. And so there's no direct corollary for that in that book. He doesn't say go start designing plan sets and start selling them, but it's pretty easy. I think, you know, even now, as you and I have been talking about maybe side hustles that that you're considering, it's pretty easy to take a generic idea and then put it through the own, your own filter of, you know, whatever profession you're in or whatever areas of expertise you have. I mean, ha- have you thought about how you might generate passive income or it's, it sounds like it might be something that's interesting to you?
1: I have. I think I'm still in what I suspect is common. And I've asked you a little about this, but not too much. So it's certainly something I want to dig into a little more. I feel like I'm in the scattershot stage. Like I have yeah. this like big basket of ideas that I'm constantly chucking stuff into that I think of while I'm taking a walk in the morning or driving in the car, like those kind of quiet times where, you know, you're just thinking through just idea generation. Right. right? Um, and so I have a lot of ideas and they're all in the exploration phase. Like nothing I think is so far along that I've made big commitments.
0: Cause you know, some I've of the made- stuff you've told you know, me has been, um, and I, this may be, we haven 't really defined side hustle versus passive income. I was but,
1: actually going to ask about that, yeah. yeah,
0: but some of those um you know I would slot into this kind of side hustle notion and and the ones i've that you 've brought to me have really all dealt with trading time and and it's interesting to me because. Those are the ones that I come, you know, I came up with plenty of those too. When I first started exploring this kind of passive income business, you know, I, I mean, I did this way before I started the firm, but you know, I started an Etsy shop and I started selling like hand cut paper goods, kind of strange, weird niche. Right. But I was essentially selling my time and you know, the price that someone wants to pay for a paper cutting uh, versus the time that it costs me to actually create the thing and then ship it out. And then if there was any damage in shipping, it goes... At a certain point, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, I, I, I was actually thinking about uh, when I first moved to Maine and we cleared all the land around here, I took all the soft wood and I cut it up and I was selling it at, at the road because there's a lot of, you know, this is a vacation spot and there's a lot of campgrounds around here and people sell camp wood. That's like a little cottage industry here. And I thought, oh, I can, I'm gonna get in the middle of that right. value exchange, right? And so it's like, you know what a bundle of wood sells for?
1: not very much
0: $2 and 50 cents. Okay. Yeah, dude.
1: A couple of those. You got a beer.
0: Oh my god (laughs) but but hear me out like so i have this little stand at the road right so i put 10 bundles out there a day okay if i can sell 10 bundles in a day given where we're at it's a lot so you put the thing out there right and you got a little coffee can and and it was literally a coffee can and um you know in the in the morning you come out and check and if you sold 10 bundles you get 25 bucks and most of the time what happens is you sell a few bundles and then people like they don't even have two quarters. So they just put two bucks in the thing and they take the bundle of wood anyway, or they take two bundles and leave three bucks. Or, you know, the local teenagers come and rip off the entire can, which all of which happened to me. And you know, it's that classic, like, what Um, am I doing with my time? This makes zero sense. And if I fast forward to like one of the more successful products that I made, during COVID um, was this little add-on for this app on the iPad called Procreate. So
1: love Procreate.
0: Oh yeah. So you use it?
1: Yeah. For drawing. It's just great.
0: Yeah. It's this little sketching app. Right. And um, I just made this kind of little Procreate pack for architects and you know, there's a ton of people who want to learn how to sketch on this thing. And I just kind of made these little blueprint canvases and I photographed a bunch of materials and things around the studio and I have them as background. So I created this pack and sold it for 25 bucks and you would be shocked at how many of these things (laughs) I have sold. Now one pack for 25 bucks, it's a digital asset. I made it once and I put it up. Let's, let's say it took me four or five hours to create that. And every time I sell one, I'm making more per hour, right? Just the, it's just, and it, and it goes on to infinity. It's, it's got right. nothing to do with trading my time except for that one little chunk of time that I, yes. that I created. No hassle. I mean, you know, I've got a ton of wood around here, but yes. <laughs> I'm not trying and, to sell it anymore.
1: And, and those are the ideas that I'm most excited about. And that's why I haven't gone too far <laughs> with anything, because to your point, I don't want to just do time for, time for money things. As much as I, you know, I, oh, let, me, let me back up. I think there's a place for that, right? If you get a lot out of the engagement, like let's say a one-on-one engagement, like yeah. coaching or consulting, which you definitely do some of as well. Um, you know, there's there's certainly value to that. You know, it's not the best dollar value per unit time. Well, for so you, you it to, might be. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> correct cuz I don't have a a, you know, salaried job anymore.
0: Yeah, right? and also um, your I feel like your hourly rate that you can charge for the level of information that you have. Yeah. It's pretty high. So if if it's someone yep. who's in a similar position to you, you know, you can start charging at I don't know what you would recommend someone charges for professional services, but right. you know, six hundred thousand bucks an hour, I don't That's know. True. I mean, you can that at a certain point that makes a ton of sense. And and we can get yeah, into that sure. idea about like this. $25 product versus a $700 product, you know, it's, you got to exactly. sell a lot fewer of the $700 products to actually have it make sense. And for you, you know, if you're, if your time is worth a thousand bucks an hour, I might trade that hour for a thousand bucks. I mean, there's a certain yeah. curve there where it does make sense, right? <laughs>
1: well, honestly, um, it, maybe it's getting a little far ahead, but it w- it will maybe speak to, to that particular question. What I find I'm doing lately is trading an hour or two of consulting a month to pay for exploration of a potential passive income generator, right? Or even a side hustle, right? Like I paid for my drone, which may or may not turn into something commercial, it's certainly entertaining on its own, or even if it just helps us with this, this, this video channel, right? I paid for that by doing a little consulting. And I'm very, you know, specific about the type of consulting I choose. It's, you know, very contained hourly, yeah. you know, chats on a topic. It's not going to blow up into some lengthy project that I'm going to have to like decline because I don't want to do that, yeah. but I love that idea. You know, when, when thinking about, you know, true passive income generation some body of work is done. Maybe there's some upkeep over time, but maybe not. Somebody of work is done, and then there's a product, digital or otherwise, right? Digital maybe is the easiest model, that has a life of its own at that point. People are able to acquire it or subscribe to it or somehow engage with that material that you spent some time on, you know, four or five hours in your example of the brush set. And then from then on, they can just purchase it. You're not doing anything additional extra, to right. it necessarily. It just exists.
0: Do I have that right? Yeah. And there's, I mean, depending on the product, so that that's an example of a real low touch product. Um, there are products as you get higher and higher up. So I sell some products for a thousand dollars, right? Like a training course that has um, some consulting uh, associated with it. Okay. Selling something that like that has a different level of touch, but you know, the value exchange there is much, much different. And, um, I think the sales process on those tends to be a little heavier upfront, but then the person who buys that thousand dollar product is just a much better customer than the one who's buying a $10 thing, like a a $10 paper cutting, (laughs) which is not actually passive and they get it and they're like, Oh, this, the the paper is kind of bent at the corner. It's like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I mean? I think, you know, I do. I'd like to hear what you, so you kind of rationalized, you traded a little time to buy the drone. And then you rationalize that you could use it as a passive income generator. How? How so?
1: I would say as potential. I don't think that's necessarily a big one for me. Number one, I, I need to, to learn, and I am spending time learning to to become a better videographer. Right. Uh, I, I think one passive income generation idea I've certainly seen in that space is stock footage. Yeah. Right. Making your, and and you've probably done some of that, I suspect, given how long you've been in drones, but making, you know, still photos, uh, you know, aerial photos and aerial videos available for purchase or license uh, on any of the various exchanges that are out there. That's this one simple idea.
0: And Um, you're actually, you're taking the part 107 exam, right? To become a licensed operator?
1: Yeah, absolutely since, you know, to do commercial work with drones that's to my understanding is required. So, yeah, that's that's an example of something I am doing just to to build some skills.
0: Yeah, so like it it's kind of builds out this stable of, it's it's one way that I've also used passive income to build a skill set because when I first had the business working active services, you know, that's a certain set of skills that you use to serve clients, but it's it's an entirely different one to try and market a product. Or create a video, you know, that's going to have ads shown on it or edit footage for, you know, black box to, you know, get royalties from, um, you know, stock footage. And and I think it's interesting that you've kind of brushed up against that so early here because it's a great way to kind of find new interests. And for someone who is now not working, um, you know, for not trading your time for dollars as you were previously... What is there that need to kind of seek out a vocation or, you know, like does passive income kind of fill this inherent need to feel useful or Mm. does it fill a part of the job um, aspect? I mean, I'm curious about that because I look at myself walking into FI and saying, how am I going to feel here? Am I going to feel like I'm without a job? (laughs)
1: I think it's a few different things. It, it's a very, very good question. And it's not something I would say I sit and actively think about. But I mean, I like the idea of, um, you know, spending my time doing things that are of interest to me, maybe things that I always wanted to spend time learning more about, or just came to stumbling around, you know, looking at ideas, right, having this time to organically come to concepts that seem interesting. Um, and I think that for me, you know, and some, a way in which you and I, I think, are very... Similar is, you know, having sort of an entrepreneurial mindset of, well, if this is interesting to me, maybe I can turn it into something that will generate yeah. some revenue. Uh, maybe it's a small amount. Maybe it's not. Who cares? Um, and at the, at the very least, any income that's generated will reduce my need to withdraw money even according to my plan right because i have a plan I, I i pay myself once a month from my money market account that's all budgeted for but if i can withdraw less that's great, right? That only de-risks this whole fire idea, or allows me to, you know, sock away some money in the, you know, ultra vacation fund, right, for some crazy trip we may come up with down the road, or, you know, allows me to make a charitable gift, you know, whatever it is. Um, I just like that idea of, you know, that kind of, it's like a double dip, right? You're doing something that's super fun for you and fulfilling and may also generate income. And you're your learning point.
0: skills. And also, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I didn't even say that. And, but I am. And, and that, that, but that for me, like at the core, I guess, to be honest, is always about the biggest, one of the biggest things like for me, like learning and yeah. growing and building a set of skills is, is to me so fulfilling. Like I, I was saying to Lori, my wife, um, you know, doing the part one Oh seven exam for, for drone, commercial yeah. drone pilot. Even if I never earn a dime with that thing, like just learning that information. It's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, I mean, reading those sectional maps. I want like, those I
0: just, uh, dude. I want to, where can you buy those sectional charts? Like I want that I, for like a huge poster.
1: I had said the same thing. I was looking at my They're area so cool. of California. I just can't believe how much is packed into those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just remarkable. So yeah, it, Looks, you look know, up look sectional charts if you want to see what we're talking about.
0: If uh, It's interesting to me that you landed in this place. that I mean, we are very similar here. Uh, the thing that I have discovered over many years of creating passive income earning products is those things which I have created just out of following my own curiosities. And I've t- absolutely removed all pressure of having to earn income from. Yeah. Those are the things that have been most successful. And it's all been really, yeah. And it's all just been around this idea that I'm seeking out knowledge and information. And when I discover it, I find a certain formula for how I learned that skill. And I'm just going to share it, you know, and whether that is in, you know, the shortcut to, you know, procreate pack, you know, you can sort of draw blueprints by hand, hand sketch blueprints. Uh, Or if it's something like building a business, you know, that's, that's another kind of information product that I have, like a course on how to do what it is that I figured out how to do with this business, you know, and it's just that process from, you know, not knowing to knowing that's, that's so exciting to me. And all I do is kind of take that transformation and package it up as a thing. And that's the, that's the product but i yes. but i never started with the intent of you know creating this thing it was just i'm going to check this out and i'm going to follow where my interests lead me and if something great comes out of it cool and it sounds like that's exactly where you're at because now when you were starting yeah. to talk about like taking the part 107 exam I was like oh geez I mean you could you could actually do a quick little video series on how you took that and what how you studied and what I mean sure there's lots of different ways to just take everything that you're doing right now and by openly sharing it um to turn it into something
1: join us as the conversation continues next time on two sides of Phi. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider rating it at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For show notes, resources, and links to the video version, please check out our website at twosidesoffi.com.